How much of your day as a nonprofit executive director is spent responding to emails? Do you feel as if you're chained to your desk trying to clear out your inbox? It's a dangerous trap. You end up reacting to the agendas of others and responding to their requests, leaving you without the time or mental energy to move your own list of priorities forward. Why do we allow ourselves to get shackled to our email inboxes? Well, let's explore why you get sucked into the email trap and habits you can learn so you can break free and regain time and energy to pursue your own agenda. You can hear the full episode at relishyourrole.com slash 17. You're listening to Relish Your Role Podcast, a free resource for women nonprofit EDs created by me, Dr. Nancy Fournier. After many years of running a nonprofit and consulting, I realized effective leadership is directly tied to the health of the ED's various work relationships. And that's why this podcast will focus on how women nonprofit leaders can gain mastery to manage up, down, and across their agencies for maximum impact. It's time to find your authentic voice and lead with confidence. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Your email is a Venus flytrap. You know how it goes. You get to work with a clear sense of what you want to accomplish that day. You fire up your computer, grab your coffee, and there's a string of emails awaiting you. And as you work your way through them, you find some of them you need to do some research before you can respond. And others make you realize you haven't kept track of all the previous correspondence and you have to search for it. And a third alerts you that there's a conflict brewing among some of your partners and it's going to require a thoughtful and nuanced response. All of this happens before nine in the morning and before you know it, your morning is shot just working through your emails. What was once a useful communication tool has become a tyrant controlling your time and mental energy. And what's most destructive is you lose control of your focus and you're placed in this reactive mode. So let's talk about ways you can control your inbox and reclaim your day. There are three habits to break free from your email, and these habits you can adapt to free you from the tyranny of your email. The first one is master the control to continually check your inbox. The second, triage your inbox. And the third one, set some clear time boundaries for responding to emails. So let's take them one at a time. Controlling your urge to continually check your inbox. According to the McKenzie Global Institute, we receive 122 emails every day at work and check our inboxes 72 times a day. 72 times a day. That is a ton of time. And there is no reason to think the volume will decrease. So we know that you're bombarded throughout the day with requests and the needs of others. And wiser's mind than my own can understand what it is about our inbox that makes us anxious. But I think we'd all agree that not knowing what's been sent to us makes us anxious. So we continually check and refresh our browser to see what emails we've received. And you know the pattern. You're writing a grant report, you finish a paragraph, and you switch back to your inbox and get distracted by reading your new emails. We can't seem to be able to complete a single task without little breaks to check our inboxes. And those of you wearing Apple Watches or have notifications on your phone, they alert you when you receive new emails and you have auditory lures bringing you back to your inbox. 
Your computer settings may give you a visual alert when a new email arrives. So coupled with our internal anxiety, we've surrounded ourselves with visual and auditory cues to distract us and lead us back to our email screen. Well, one way to control your email is to limit the times that you check it. And it's hard to do if you're continually surrounded by reminders of inbox activity. So an impactful first step is to turn off those notifications and allow yourself to constant, consciously control when you check your email. I advise my clients to set a clear time for them to check their emails two or three times a day. I touched on this in episode two and episode eight. If you're checking your emails the first thing in the morning, once midday, once mid-afternoon, you can stay current without being chained to your screen. Now, this may seem too extreme to allow yourself to get there. So take your time, work up to checking your inbox just three times a day. But by limiting the time you check your inbox, if you could just do it once an hour, try to cut it down from there. I promise you, there's nothing that demands your ongoing constant attention, and you won't miss anything by just checking in hourly. So if you can control how often you go to your inbox, the next thing to do is to triage it. Once you're not continually checking your inbox, you can get a clear eye about what's waiting for you. And not everything is a top priority. By separating out our email by the quality, you begin to gain control. And you need to categorize your emails so the volume of what you have to respond to, they grow smaller. And here's some easy ways to only focus on the important emails. Let's first talk about newsletters, email blasts, press releases. These informational emails don't need immediate reads. Create labels in your inbox for newsletters and things like that and move them from your inbox to a separate folder. And it accomplishes two things. You're visually removing some emails out of your inbox, giving you less to respond to. And it creates a separate resource file where you can turn to and read those things at your leisure. The second group of emails are those things that you're copied on. If you're copied on an email, it's usually to inform you rather than requiring a response. These emails don't need your immediate attention. And most email programs allow you to mark your emails and you can identify those CC ones and read them again when you have time. You may be copied on an email that involves one of your staff. And if you respond or insert yourself into the conversation, you may be undercutting your staff. Most of the time, it's better for a host of reasons to talk with your staff if you have a concern about something in the email rather than responding to it yourself in writing. Read those emails. Once you've been copied, read those things carefully. And if you're not asked explicitly to respond, do not do so. Staying quiet when you're copied on an email is a way to support your staff. Curtail your desire to chime in. There are many good reasons to hang back. It's also good practice to forward emails to staff who can more knowledgeably respond. You know if it's important that the response comes from you, but often these requests provide an opportunity for your staff to shine and share their expertise, an action you should support. It's tempting to always want to be the one who replies, but think this through in terms of your time and desire to develop leadership abilities within your agency. By thoughtfully forwarding emails to others within your agency, you are promoting the skills of your staff as well as thinning out your inbox. And lastly, be honest with yourself. You get emails which can easily be scanned and deleted. Get rid of those things which don't have value and move on. You have other things to do. 
And the last thing is setting clear boundaries. I've talked about the importance of not continually checking your emails throughout the day. Turning off your notifications will help you curve that reflective tendency to check your inbox. But you do have things which require your thoughtful response. And if you can set aside time to read and thoughtfully respond to your emails, you'll gain a few hours of your workday. High-performing executive directors I work with, they calendar in their email response time. They consciously set aside 30-minute time slots throughout the day to catch up on correspondence. It's actually blocked off in their calendar. It's undisturbed time that they can bring their thoughtful selves to responding. Notice how different that sounds and feels? What would it be like if you could actually schedule your time to respond to emails rather than feeling like you have to immediately respond and have your time be eaten away? Just imagine having control of your time and setting boundaries so you can work intentionally and efficiently. If this sounds like something you want to achieve, get in touch at relishyourrole.com. Learn about our signature system and it helps you gain control of your time and strengthen your work relationships so you can lead with confidence in your authentic voice. I know I can help you get there. Thanks for listening today. I know the job you have is hard and appreciate the work you do every day. I help women nonprofit EDs manage their work relationships and lead with their authentic voice. Learn more about me and my services at relishyourrole.com. And if you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other nonprofit leaders. The more support we receive, the greater our impact. Till next time.